Therapy is a safe space. Space for us both to grow. Mm. There's nothing that empowers me more with our community than just being who I am. Yeah. Hey y'all. Hey. <laughs> What's up? What up? So I'm so super excited to um, be here with you guys. I know we've been talking about doing this podcast for a little while. Mm-hmm. How y'all feel? Feeling good, okay. nervous, excited. What about you? All of those things plus tired. <laughs> it's a lot of planning, so yeah. very tired, yeah. That's what's up. I guess we first have to introduce ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, who wants to go first? I mean, I'll go. We'll just go in order. <laughs> <Okay>. Why not? <laughs> so the first thing kind of representing just who I am as a therapist, right? So I've been doing... Um, mental health. I was actually in the substance abuse field for, I was in the substance abuse field for over 10 years, but mental health overall has been probably about six. Um, It may be longer, I might be lying. But anyways, (laughs) (laughs) but what made me kind of come into this field was my own mental health struggles and growing up and not understanding. I'm originally from the Caribbean, so um, West Indians don't have mental health issues. You, if you if you cry, you mad. Like, like if you if you losing your mind, it's just the crazy man down the street. So that's how they all label it. So knowing myself led to me knowing other people and wanting to like gel and connect with them and really figure out why we are the way we are. You know, that's real. Uh, tell the people your name. Oh yeah, I forgot my name. My <laughs> <laughs> bad. It's Shakima. Go ahead, call me Kima though. Right. Do not call me the full government name, okay. but yes. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm Tashara. Um, I have been uh, in the mental health kind of field since 2017. Mm-hmm. I went to um, school in a small, I guess small <laughs> town in Florida. It's called Fort Myers. So shout out to the Eagles. Eagles. Go FGCU. <laughs> we went to the same college. And um, I study social work, so I am a social worker. I love the field, and um, I went on to the clinical track, which means you can become an actual independent therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a real big passion for um, couples working on people in re- their relationships with partners, mm-hmm. friends, as well as families, mm-hmm. and um, moms. Women who want to be moms, whether they're in their postpartum phase, they're in their prenatal phase, or they're in their infertility journey, um, or those who have unfortunately had some infant loss. So Mm. that's a little bit about me clinically. Um, What about my dog to the right? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, everybody. My name's Trina. I'm a licensed mental health therapist. Um, I've been doing this since 2015. Um, Currently have a private practice and... A lot of my work is centered around general mental health, so your anxiety and depression. Also, I have about 11 years of experience in substance abuse, and I specialize in something called sand tray therapy and inner child healing, and a big part of my beliefs are really centered around, well, my beliefs and my practice is centered around inner child healing. Um, I believe we all got a little boy and a little girl inside of us calling the shots, so I do a lot of healing in that area. Okay. Um, Kima talked a little bit about like how she got into mental health, and I think that was really cool. And mm-hmm. I don't think that we really discussed that. What's What's your perspective? Like, did it call you? Did you call it? Like, yeah, that's a good point. Um, I was born and raised Christian in the church. Ah, you know, bah, bah, first bah, bah. person at the church, <laughs> ready to serve the good Lord. Um, you know, so I think a big part of it. 
I've always kind of been a helper, right? Mm -hmm. But then I grew up in a household with a mom who every Saturday she would get me and my sister together. We would sit on the couch and she would be like, what's going on? Yeah. How you feeling? And oh, then wow. her favorite question is, anybody touch y'all? <laughs> <laughs> so I grew up in an environment where there was a lot of freedom to express your emotions. Like she set us down and I never knew how that was nurturing me into being the person that I am today. Mm -hmm. So from that, I guess I just carried this, this spirit of a helper and throughout high school, people would always come to me for their problems. And in high school, I um, was in the accounting program. So when I graduated, I was one certificate away from a CPA. When I got to college, huh. I, oh, you didn't know that. Never knew that. that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We'll when talk offline because we've been friends and I've never known that, but I'm whatever. Sorry. Mm -hmm. um, when I got to college, um, I was enrolled in the accounting program. And I think the second semester, I was just like, psychology. And from there, I got into this. So a little bit of like personal history and mm -hmm. then my educational journey just kind of pushed me away, pushed me along the way. Mm -hmm. Wow. So I don't know if I want to give my uh, how I came to Jesus therapy <laughs> story because it has nothing to do with like my own mental health. And my mom was so great at talking about emotions. I wasn't getting paid enough after to get my no, master's no, that's right. <laughs> and I was like, I need more money. And actually, <laughs> Trina and I went to the same. We were in the same ministry um, in our early 20s. And um, my pastor at the time, I was talking to him who was like a spiritual father. And I was like, I don't know what I want to do, but I'm not making money. <laughs> and this is ghetto. And he was like, well, um, and I, oh, I also applied for the public health um, program at USF. And I was like two points away off from yeah. the, um, what, what do you have to take to get in there, GRE? Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, ACT, but that's usually from high school. Uh, ACT, whatever, whatever test yeah. that y'all, yeah, didn't let me get into. Mm -hmm. But I'm successful oh, now, salty. right? Uh, As okay. him. I can hear the bass in her voice. She feels salty. So I didn't get in, and I was really bummed about it. And he was like, "Well, what it sounds like you're looking for is um social work." And like most of y'all, or maybe not, I thought social workers just take your kids. And I was like, "I don't want to take." And he's like, that's really not what I was talking about. Um, and I was like, okay. And I applied. Now, I also applied to a clinical program, which means clinical and therapy. And I didn't know. I did my personal statement and everything. And then when I got to the first class, I was like, therapy? They were like, did you not read? <laughs> nope. Why? So that's how I got I here. learning something new about you, too, because they When I say she was tired of poverty, she going to take it. I mean, I, I, mean, when I, I mean, story of my life, I stumble everywhere. That's true. <laughs> I pick her up a lot. My best friend calls me Queen Latifah because in all of her movies, she struggles. And I was like, I don't know. But she was like, but then in some of her movies, she actually gets, like, the prize. And I was like, but I don't like the reference, but that's what she calls me. Nonetheless, this so is why I have a therapist. Yeah, so I stumbled really into social work, but I honestly, all jokes aside, I feel like this is my calling. I have this theme that I say I'm, I'm your favorite social worker, and mm -hmm. I like, though my worth is not in my work, I do feel Come like. Now. Uh huh. <laughs> she thought about it. She slowed down. Too. <laughs> I do feel like I am supposed to be in this field. So though I stumbled, mm. honey, my feet are set now. Ah, come on. <laughs> so yeah, that's really cool. Um, now clearly we're all black women. Yes. And you talked a little bit about like the Caribbean and mm -hmm. things like that, but like I want to hear y'all y'all experience or what you feel, just as being 
um, black and being women and being mm -hmm. therapists, like how does that feel? Difficult, mm -hmm. stressful, oh. annoying, because everybody want to come to you because there's not enough of us. Okay. So like a complex of emotions, but also very like empowering too. Like I told my clients this week, like I'm empowered when you guys get better. It's not like, oh, like, yes, I did so great as like, it's like a proud mom moment. Like, yeah, I saw you when you were in the trenches, like mm -hmm. when you didn't want to get real. out of bed, like when every session you came on and you was crying and just be like, oh my God, it's so hard today. But like now you come in and you crying like for two minutes out the session and not the whole <laughs> 60 progress. minutes, like that's progress. Yeah. You know, so it's very complex and mixed with emotions because they're is burnout with us because there's not a lot of us. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's very empowering knowing like somebody can come on the session and like, I love, I love when my clients come on and they be like, bitch, guess what happened today? <laughs> like, like, yes. like, okay, that's what you need to talk to me for? Come on, like if yes, that's no. how you wanna come on and show yourself and you feel comfortable, then let's do it. Mm -hmm. hmm. Yeah, uh, just you back. <laughs> I, was, I shared this story with some of my, black female clients often. I remember I had a client, this was probably like my first six months in private practice on my own and it was a black girl and she was she's a, she was a flight attendant. She was like, I need to take my hair out because I have a flight tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Can I take my hair out in session? I say, I mean, you can, but I can't. And we just had this joke, right? And I, I feel like it was just so awesome because mm -hmm. I don't know that she would do that if I was white. Right. Mm -hmm. Y'all know how we are with our hair, right? Mm -hmm. Or I had another client. Unfortunately, it was a DIY um, lace gone wrong and mm -hmm. all her edges came out. Mm -hmm. And again, you know how we are in regards to mm -hmm. just being black women in our hair. And um, she was so embarrassed and she was like, I have to, she's like, I don't want to show you this, but I have to because I know you'll understand. Mm -hmm. Like my husband doesn't understand why I'm so distraught. He's like, just wrap it up, it'll be fine. And she's like, literally I feel so ugly. Mm -hmm. And she was already struggling with body dysmorphia and mm -hmm. a severe eating disorder and depression and then this happened. So it was just like right. a pile up, yeah. So it's such a privilege really to be in my seat as a black woman. Mm -hmm. I think that just, it gives me, like I feel like I'm a good clinician just on the skills that mm -hmm. we're taught, right? But there's nothing that empowers me more with our community mm -hmm. than just being who I am. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, y'all said a lot of the points that I would say. It, it definitely feels like a reward. Um, mm. It's very rewarding. Mm -hmm. um, because as Charmaine and Kima, like, I'm all about living it as I give it. And I proud myself on being that type of person. And I tell my clients all the time, everything I'm telling y'all, I did. Mm -hmm. You know, I go to my own therapist, just like y'all come to me. Mm -hmm. And it it feels like an honor because I'm not a fraud. Right. Like, I, I'm i not a fraud. Like, I go to the doctors, I go to the dentist, and sometimes I'm like, well, are you doing the same treatment plan you're teaching me? Mm -hmm. But I really enjoy yes. it because, like, as I live it, I give it. I don't tell my clients anything that I wouldn't do. Mm -hmm. I don't tell my clients or educate them or encourage them from any standpoint that I wouldn't encourage myself. So mm -hmm. it's a privilege to be an African-American therapist, but it's even more of an honor to be doing the work myself. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. I don't and, know. Go ahead. Go ahead. And I think that's where it comes like full circle, too, because when you start doing the work on you, then you can really help people from a healed place. You can't help people from a hurt place. 
You know what I'm saying? So, hell, I just, I came from therapy and came here. Like, you know, like, yeah. so at the end of the day, it's just being able to have a space where you can truly be yourself and let out whatever frustration, sadness, whatever you're battling in a safe space and then still be clear-minded enough and balanced enough to go give that part of yourself to other people. Mm -hmm. I think that's like a powerful thing to do. Mm -hmm. That's kind of why I even like went into trauma because mm -hmm. if I can go to my therapy and do my trauma work, I can come and teach you your trauma work. Mm -hmm. If I can know where I stumbled in my trauma work, I can tell you, yeah, you're going to stumble here. This going to be mad ghetto. You probably might be here for about two and a half months. Just enjoy the ride. Yeah. Just enjoy it. It's it's going to get better. But just, like, stay in the ghetto for a little bit. Uh -huh. You know, save some money. Just chill. And then go to the next thing. So I think that's where it's, like, powerful. When you're doing your own healing, mm -hmm. you're able to, again, help from a healed place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, do you really believe in the services you're providing me? Right. You know what I mean? Like. Nah, mm -hmm. I, I t also sh uh, like to share with some of my clients like don't lead and bleed because I don't mm -hmm. I don't do that either. Like I've left jobs um, because it was an unhealthy, toxic environment, yeah. and my physical health was starting to decline, and then mm -hmm. my mental health. So how am I going? So how do I hold space for you if I'm not okay? Mm -hmm. And I don't I don't I I think because of how I rock just as a. Um, as a human being, like I wouldn't want my providers, whether that's my therapist or my OBGYN or my mm -hmm. personal trainer, whomever I'm going to for a service, mm -hmm. to to provide me something when they're struggling. Because mm -hmm. you're a fraud, a right. big fraud. Mm -hmm. Right. And and so I I also like you say, as I live it, I give it. Like I really try to be that type of person. Yeah. Practicing self care. Like we all in, are in private practice. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> And I think that's a benefit too. So could I see 40 clients a week if I want to? 60 clients a week? Sure. Do I want to? Absolutely not. Mm -mm. I don't even want to see half. I don't want to see half of y'all that I see now. Right. We love y'all. Which I got to go. And I only see. <laughs> it's the pause for me. Like, Should I say it? Yeah, we got to say it. You know, I want to limit the amount of clients that I see even now. And I only see about 20 a week. Mm -hmm. um, just because our work is emotionally draining. Mm -hmm. It is. That's the reality. And to be effective, I think I need to have less, you know, and I, um, or relationships or my own personal struggles yeah. that I have. So if I am not okay, I am not working. Yeah. Point blank period. That's how I feel. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't think it's anything else to really <laughs> add to that. Yeah. Yeah. You, so with that being said, we talked a little bit about, again, like how we got into therapy and like, Drinking the Kool Aid. Y'all care to talk about? Do y'all go to therapy? Yeah. Yeah. So hmm, let's see. It all started with a divorce. No. <laughs> it could all be so simple. It all started with a divorce. So I've actively, well, I will actively, yeah, we could say active because once a month count. That's active. It's active. That's active. Okay. Yeah. So since 2017, um, same therapist, never switched, and I don't plan on ever getting rid of Claudia. Like, <laughs> Auntie Claudia. Auntie Claudia get me right every time. Every time. Um, I... Even if I don't have anything going on, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe this person ain't acting up or my family may be good and I just need a place to 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 share, to explore. You know, mm -hmm. I'm always writing down questions that are centered around self-discovery. So mm -hmm. sometimes I might not have any traumatic thing going on in my life, but um, 
I write down questions like, you know what, I notice if somebody don't call me back in like two hours, my my heart starts racing or my mm-hmm. hands start sweating or my mind start wondering. I write that down because mm-hmm. I don't want to be like that. <laughs> you <don't talk> <laughs> Right? I don't want to be toxic. Yeah. Like, no, I don't want to be no fraud. Right. So I Come write on. that kind of stuff down, and it's it's just so, it's a breath of fresh air to have a safe space to just be me. And I'll be like, all right. She'd be like, so Trina, what do you want to talk about today? And I'd be like, Claudia. <laughs> so I was talking to this guy, and, like, we was texting, and then, like, Two hours went away, he ain't say nothing back. And, like, I started thinking, well, what if he doing this? What are we doing? I, I said, I want to fix that. Because <laughs> <laughs> whenever he get back to me, he get back to me. And we'll talk about what took so long, but mm-hmm. it don't got to impact my system. Yeah. I'm all about having my system at the basic level of just peace. Yeah. And when it's disturbed, we need to talk to Claudia. Mm-hmm. Amen. Damn. Mm-hmm. Well, me and Julie... <laughs> It all started with a friend. (laughs) (laughs) Boy. No, it was just like a pileup of things. It was 2020. It was a friendship separation. It was relationship. It, It was just family issues. It was just everything was compiled in one year. Plus, I had just went full time with my practice. Mm. So it was the constant, I'm going to go broke and I'm going to die. If my savings don't look like that, if it's a dollar off, I'm going broke and I'm going to die. I, I don't care it. what y'all say. Which one first? <laughs> all of them. And then die or Bro- die and then get it. broke? Broke, die, die, broke, all of that. <laughs> like, whichever one come up first, <laughs> it's going to happen. <laughs> like, it's going to happen. And from there, it just kind of like all just going, went into a stumble of like life. And I learned and discovered myself by myself. Like, yes, I have her support. Yes, I have her guidance. But I never discovered myself by myself. I always thought my discovery was in whatever I was doing. Mm. So it was like, oh, yeah, go get that master's. And you know what they say? Like, when a man leaves, you, <laughs> sis come out with, like, 12 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> a house, a new job. That I was sis. I was sis. Hey, sis. I, so I didn't know how to just be by myself and really know myself, know what it was like to be triggered. I would be setting boundaries in an angry way as opposed to like a no. chill way. Now, listen, my family call me and they say things and I'd be like, listen, pick a struggle, you can't have both. <laughs> don't call me, don't text, my phone be on, do not disturb. I'm queen of do not disturb. Amen, amen. Queen, well, to the point be. where I put the favorites in there and apparently they can't disturb me either. And that was okay, like I, I wasn't mad, they mad, but I'm not. But I'm just, <laughs> With that journey, like we did trauma therapy, I'm certified, well, I'm not certified, let me correct myself, I am trained in EMDR and so is my therapist. So we went through that journey actually together and just so many different things. Me going through that journey and going through like the range of emotions and then my clients going through that journey and going through a range of emotions, it was just like, you don't like it either, right? Me neither, what you doing to cope? Like, like, you know, sometimes it was like good sharing healing moments. So. On my journey, I've gotten to a place now where even with all the stress I have incorporated and been through this year, I'm finally in a place in my life where I'm just like, if it happens, it happens. Mm. If it don't, it don't. 
I'm exactly. set boundaries Radical and I don't gotta be angry. Yeah. I can just be like, hey, you can be mad, you know, they feelings affects or whatever they call it now. So <laughs> go ahead and have your feelings, but have it outside of my house. <laughs> you know, like I'm just more mm-hmm. at peace with myself and that's where my journey has taken me. Yeah. Ease and motherfucking flow. Right. Yes. Right. I know that's right. Um and I'll just share a little bit too. So I started therapy in 2021 um well you got to talk about when you started with me first okay i was your first there trina was and still is and honestly i'm single so i know that was like a sharp left um and i feel like whoever my future husband is you owe this lady a lot of money a lot because she Listen, mine so times <laughs> two. Girl, you gonna be a millionaire for us. I, I promise her a lot of money for the stress that she has caused. And she doesn't even send me an invoice. Um, Wait, so the yes. stress I caused? I mean, sorry. <laughs> Maybe that was my inner self <laughs> right. out. That's <laughs> what it was. The stress that I caused her. Okay. Sorry about that. Um, so yes, outside of her being my therapist probably since 2010, mm-hmm. I actually started paying someone to hear my problems <laughs> in 2021. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Wynette Green um, and and I she's actually a marriage and family therapist and I knew that um, I wanted to just be my healthiest self for relationships yeah. and I believe that the best relationships that we have is our friendships mm-hmm. people get divorced people relationships end but typically your friendships are the relationships that last years and yes. years and decades and decades mm-hmm. and so that's why I started and doing some just personal development and healing and all of these things and I um I learned so much from my therapist Mm -hmm. um I found that there was at first there were some things that I was withholding and I'm like oh I get why clients Mm -hmm. are with hold information right we may say that they're non-compliant or they are hiding stuff or they're secretive no I think that just because I'm a therapist doesn't mean I'm I'm old people's vulnerability. I have to work for it, it, right? And just because I'm a client doesn't mean that my therapist has to overwork for my vulnerability. I have to show up too. So being a client, I think helped me also be a greater Mm -hmm. therapist. So Mm -hmm. shout out to therapists. Y'all do, y'all do the damn thing. Like give it up to them. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think that's Julie a fruit basket. Like, Julie, you about to get a fruit basket. Right. We gonna hold you to it too, cause you know me, I'm the fraud, no fraud queen. So. <laughs> you said it. You we said it. You gotta do it. Edible arrangements. Yeah, yeah there it is. Julie, I got you, boo. There it is. Okay. <laughs> well, all right, I guess that's it. I'll see y'all next episode. Next episode. Next episode. <laughs> <laughs>